Welcome to AL Bullshit Bonanza with your host, the great value action Bronson himself, episode of Big Bill's Bullshit Bonanza. I do have some topics I want to talk about today, but the first thing I'm going to do here is, um, I've got a song I want you to hear. Um, the band is called Devil's Cut, which is a, uh, a reference to, uh, bourbon making or whiskey making. It's the, uh, the angel shares what evaporates. That's what they call the angel share. The devil's cut is what absorbs into the barrels. So, the, the name of the band is Devil's Cut, and I want to uh, introduce this song. It's called Let Go. Um, I, I'm playing it for you today because I really like the song, and I think that uh, I think it needs some exposure. I think people need to hear it. Um, I just want to get it out there. So that's how we're going to start today's show. I want to start it off by playing you the song. Um, I believe it's about three minutes. And then we're going to get into what I want to talk about, which is why basically nobody should ever trust our government any government for that matter just don't trust the government so let me get you started
Okay, and that was Let Go by Devil's Cut. You can find it on YouTube. It's on Spotify. Uh, they have another track, which I'll actually show you at the end of tonight's show. The end of tonight's show is going to be another song by this band. I'm hyping this band because I think they deserve to make it. Uh, and there are other reasons, and I'll tell you that later. There are other reasons. Right now, I want to get into the meat and taters. The meat and taters of today's presentation. Which is why you should not trust the government. And I'm going to start... Look, I had more... I have two I have two examples I'm going to use right now. Two. I had more, but in researching these, which I'd had them thought out for a while, but I'd done, you know, time constraints. I, I'm constantly talking to you about time constraints, and, you know, I, I don't have a shitload of time to do things, so I did a, a brief mm, reading. I can't say research. It's already been researched. The, the, the findings, all the documentations out there. I read the documentation. I read Wikipedia mainly, but I, I do already have some knowledge of these from history books and documentaries and all that, but they piss me off. You know, I say two and I have three. The third one I don't have to read about because I lived through it. So, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We're going to start back in 1932. Okay, in 1932, from 1932 to 1972, a 40-year span, the U.S. Public Health Service studied the effects of syphilis as it progressed for 40 years. For 40 years, they told black American sharecroppers, which is essentially Slaves 2.0, a sharecropper is someone who farms the land, and in return, they get some food from it, and they get a place to live. It, it was slavery 2.0. While they weren't called actual slaves, and they were free to not do it, a lot of the times, we're talking 1930s to 1940s, civil rights wasn't quite around yet. I don't even know if Jim Crow was around yet. I don't even know if that was a thing yet. I'm not going to look it up either. I'm just going to say I don't know. I don't. I don't want to look it up right now. If you if you really want to know, go fucking look. You can go look and, and then you can tell me later. Slaves 2.0. That's what I call it. Sharecroppers. These people. These Americans. All right. They were told they were receiving free health care. There were, I think, 201 men studied that did not have syphilis and it was 399 men who did have syphilis they did not tell those guys they had syphilis they didn't know they were told they were treating them for bad blood they weren't treating them for shit they were getting their blood they were taking it and they were studying it they were studying the effects on their because uh, it can cause brain damage so they were checking their uh, mental health and all that. They were just, you know, they were basically observing these people. <sighs> they never told them they had syphilis. In the 1940s, it was discovered that penicillin could be used as a cure. Cure, not a treatment, a fucking cure for syphilis. Meaning that in the 1940s, let's go ahead and say 1940. It's eight years after the study began. If it, if it became clear in 1940, that's eight years. So we have a span from 
8 to 18 years after they were told this. 8 to 18 years is the span that it could have been that they were told, hey, there's a cure for this disease. Give it to those fellas. They said, nah. Nah, fuck them. We want to see what happens. We got to know what happens to syphilis, man. So we're going to just let these fucking dudes rot while we watch it. It pisses me off. I'm telling you, it makes me it makes me fucking mad. Okay, the health health care. All right, free health care. Remember that. They were told to get free health care. They didn't get the penicillin. And of the 399 men with syphilis that were studied, 28 of those died of syphilis directly. 100 more died from complications related to syphilis. 40 wives contracted it, and 19 children were born with it. 40 fucking years. The shit ended in 1972. I believe when I was reading it, it said in 1972 when the study ended, there were 79 of them left alive. 79. When they stopped. That Those, those numbers don't add up in what I just read to you. I don't, I don't believe. I'm not the best mather. But for their troubles... For their troubles, okay, they gave them a free lunch, and they buried them for free. That's that's what the federal government gave these American people. Yeah, they they keep pointing out black Americans in in the story, and it is and it is it was directed at black Americans, so that part does matter. It does matter because, and people, this is why I say, I support the grassroots movement. Of Black Lives Matter because of shit like this. Because people don't know the history that these people have gone through. This is shit that our government has done to them. So they deserve to say that their lives matter. I just don't support the organization calling itself Black Lives Matter. It's not an organic organization. It's not part of the movement. It was a usurper of something that started out with righteous. And not started out. Has righteous tones to it and deserves to be heard and they perverted it and used it for bad so i don't support that organization but i do support the movement because it is important to understand our history and why people are angry i keep saying americans because it's the american government who did this to american citizens that is something that you need to put in your pipe and smoke it fucking hard you need to fucking hear that. American citizens, for 40 years, they studied with syphilis and never told them they had it. Lying to them. Lying to them, telling them they had to come last chance for free special treatment. And they brought them in and gave them fucking spinal taps. In the fucking 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Dude, spinal taps are hard now. They're hard now. Imagine then. How bad they were. And do you think they gave these fucking guys anesthesia? They were letting them suffer from syphilis. They probably wanted to see what it was like to give someone a fucking spinal tap without any numbing, too. Sadistic fucking bastards they were. That's what that was. It's, it's aggravating. It aggravates the shit out of me. I, I get very angry about it. This, they lied to them and made them come get spinal taps. So that they could test the effects of syphilis on spinal fluid. Okay? Last chance for free health care. 
lumbar punctures is what they called it. It was a fucking spinal tap. Free lunches, free burial. You're welcome. I say remember, U.S. government, U.S. citizens. Remember that part because it's the most important part. The second one I'm going to go to happened in 1992. Now, this is, guys, there's plenty of fucking reasons. Plenty of reasons in between there. There's a whole bunch of shit. Uh, you know, the Vietnam conflict that was uh, our predisposition to get involved was based upon a lie that never happened. I can't remember what it was. Me and a buddy were talking about it the other day, but the catalyst for us entering that war was a fake. It never happened. So, how many, how many young men were drafted to go fight overseas in a war that nobody wanted and died. My uncle fought in that. My uncle fought in that war. He came back and he was a different man. Everyone tells me. He was my Uncle Buck. I miss him every day. He didn't die in that war. He passed away later. I was a, a teen, but I still remember his voice and the things he used to say to me. I remember sitting in the kitchen, having breakfast, and drinking orange juice. And he had to drink orange juice because he had some form of cancer, I think. He had to get bone marrow transplants. And I feel like it was something to do with the chemical from the Vietnam era. But I could be I could be wrong. I was a kid, a teenager. or it was I was young. Fuck. When I say teenager, I mean like 13, maybe. I could have been 12. I'm not positive. I don't remember anymore. Anyways. You know, there's certainly uh, spots there that could be, you know, told why you don't trust the government. But we're going to go to 1992. August 21st of 1992 is where this one starts. And I'm not going to preface it with the name of it. Because there are people who have heard it and will just say, oh, yeah, yeah, and you'll, you'll tune out. But on August 21st, 1992, the U.S. Marshals engaged in a gunfight with a 14-year-old boy after they killed his dog. They killed his dog. They were stalking the premises looking for the boy's dad to bring him in on a gun charge. They threw rocks at the cabin to test the dog's responses. The dogs took after them. They ran off. The boy and his friend, whose last name is Harris, I don't remember his first name, and I'm not going back and reading it. Fuck you. I already read enough. I'm talking now. Shut up and listen. I don't remember his first name. His last name's Harris, and that's what they refer to him as. They ran after the dogs. They encountered the U.S. Marshals. When the dog came out, one of the U.S. Marshals killed the dog. The 14-year-old boy, I mean, that was it. Fucking drew and fired. Harrison, Harrison, the boy, fired on these U.S. Marshals for killing their dog. A lot of people can say they would do the same. There's a lot of people who can say they would do the exact same thing. Instead... I believe one U.S. Marshal was killed, and the 14-year-old boy, Sammy Weaver, was shot in the back and died. He was shot in the back while he was running away. A U.S. Marshal, United States Marshal, shot a 14-year-old boy in the back while he was running away. A 14-year-old American citizen, because they were trying to get his dad on a gun charge. Okay? August 22nd, the next day, snipers come around. They surround this cabin, and um, as the 
the boy's dad, Randy, was going to visit his dead son's body in the shed. Now, that sounds terrible, but it's a fucking day later. And they were surrounded by people trying to kill them. So he put him up to where he wouldn't be scavenged on by animals and was going in to see his dead son when a sniper shot him in the back, aiming for his spine. But luckily, Randy moved at the last second, and it just went through his back and came out of his armpit. So he, Harris, and Randy's 16-year-old daughter took off back to the house because they're under fire. While they come to the house, a second shot comes out. This one hits Harris in the chest, goes through him, goes through a door, and shoots Rand and kills, sorry, shoots, kills Randy's wife, Vicky, while she held a 10-month-old baby in her hands. 10-month-old baby was in her hands. Now, they didn't see her. I, I, I can give them that. They didn't just directly shoot the woman. She was behind a door. But all the same, a sniper was targeting American citizens who weren't returning fire, who hadn't even had weapons in their hands at the time, targeting them, shooting them in the back, in the ba over a gun charge. Guys, what Randy Weaver did, he sold somebody, and I guess it was an informant, a sawed-off shotgun. That got him a gun charge. They brought him up in court. He said, fuck you, I'm not going. That's why the U.S. Marshals were after him. That's why all this happened. A gun charge and skipping court. That's that's what the U.S. government found so fucking... <sighs> they were so up in arms over that shit. A sawed-off shotgun. Have you ever shot one of those? Have you ever shot a sawed-off shotgun? I've never owned one. FBI and NSA and everyone else is listening to me. But I have shot one. Uh, I wasn't going to. The person who had it uh, is, a, is a character. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. Because, like, movies and shit like that, they show these things. And they've got, like, this massive recoil. And the kick to them is ridiculous. And you bust yourself in the face with them and shit. So I'm like, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to fuck with that. But then this scrawny little dude goes out there and shoots it like it's nothing. I'm like, well... I'm not going to let myself be showed up that way, so I'm going to go shoot this thing too. And it was it was fun. I If you have never got the opportunity to shoot a sawed-off shotgun and you find yourself with that opportunity, take it. Don't make one. Do not make a sawed-off shotgun. It is highly fucking illegal because, you know, the government says you're not allowed to do that because they don't like it. I mean, we have the Second Amendment. We're supposed to be able to do... Basically what we want, we're supposed to be a free, we're supposed to be a free country. We are supposed to be a nation of sovereign uh, states, united under one federal banner for the the military, where the states can rule, but everything's done by the federal government now. Everything is the king's forest, you got to get the king's permission to hunt in the king's forest, you have to have the king's permission to fish in the king's ponds, you have to have the king's permission to fucking work and on top of that you gotta pay the motherfucker to go to work no you're gonna work i'm gonna need you to pay me for that oh did you buy a house you're gonna have to pay me for that oh you bought a car you're gonna have to pay me for that every fucking year 
Oh, you want to drive the car? You're going to have to pay me for that every four years. Tax after tax after tax after tax. And what do we see from it? A fucking bunch of billionaires sitting in the Capitol talking about how we're the problem. A bunch of fucking billionaires sitting in the Capitol not doing shit for us. Any of us. And I'm not talking Democrat or Republican. I'm talking all the motherfuckers. From SCOTUS to the fucking POTUS to the goddamn Congress. All the motherfuckers need to go. Not dead. Out. They need put out. They need It needs revamped. I'm going to take this. Hold on. Hold on. Let me finish this. After they killed Vicky, who was holding the 10-month-old, it was eight days later that Randy gave himself up. He surrendered. He ended up suing the United States government, and I think the government paid him $100,000, and each of his daughters, which I think there were three, $1 million each, and then he got another settlement for 380000 300, yeah, $380,000. So in total, he was paid $480,000. His three daughters were paid a $1 million because the government, <laughs> they, they recognize that they fucked up. They did something wrong there. The third one, the reason that uh, I'd say never trust your government, and I say I don't need to read about this one because I lived through it, happened on September 11th, 2001, 20 years ago. I'm, 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 I'm guaranteeing you when September comes, I'm going to hit this up heavier. Look, I'm not here to debate you. I'm not going to sit and argue with you about you if you believe the official story. I can't help you. I don't know what to do for you. There are certain things that make sense, and there are certain things that don't. And on that day, there's a lot of shit that doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say that there were no bomb, that no planes hit the World Trade Centers 1 and 2. They clearly did. Clearly ran into it. I'm not even going to speculate that there was a missile shot, because I hear that all the time. There were missile shot into it. Yeah, yeah, cool, but the plane still hit it. So I'm going to go with the plane hit it. The planes hitting that high do not make any sense physically as to why these fucking buildings fell at free fall speed into their footprint. It makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense that we found no bodies. We found no bodies from those planes. We found passports. We found paper. Paper made it out and fell to the ground and was found. But no bodies were recovered from those planes. They vaporized. No bodies were found in the plane that allegedly hit the Pentagon. Vaporized. No bodies were found. No plane was found in Shanksville. Vaporized. Four plane crashes in one day. All of them vaporized the bodies. That was the official report. I remember hearing it on TV and thinking... Well, that's kind of odd. They mean it vaporized human flesh and bone. All of them, all of those passengers that were supposed to be on there, all of them vaporized. You're not finding bones. You're not finding teeth. It was that catastrophic, the fucking plane crash into the ground. As a matter of fact, I remember watching the Shanksville footage. 
And a reporter saying, like, it, it's, this doesn't actually look like a plane crash. It looks more like someone took a bulldozer to the earth out here. Like, it's hard to call this a plane crash. Guys, Google, YouTube it. Look up a YouTube of a plane crash. Look at the survivor rate. Look at the bodies. Check that shit out. Look at that. It, it's, it is wildly inconsistent with what happened on that day. That day, excuse me. Sorry, I needed to cough. I actually need... Oh, there's a drink right here. Fucking dry throat. Motherfucker right now. <sighs> yeah. Mickey D's sweet teas, baby. Look, it's... it's the, the inconsistencies with everyday logic, everyday physics are wild there. The fact that they're saying that human bodies vaporized is ridiculous. The, the the damage done on the Pentagon is not consistent with what would have been two Rolls-Royce engines weighing 16 tons each. A Boeing 747 disappeared into a 16-foot diameter hole with no damage from the engines. I don't buy it, man. I, here's the other thing. Americans died on that day. Absolutely they did. There were people in those buildings that died. People lost their lives. People's families suffered. There were people who became sick from breathing the air that the government told them it was safe to breathe in downtown when they went to go for the cleanup efforts that didn't wear masks. They told them it was safe. People died from that. There were firefighters lost their lives. Police lost their lives. Americans lost their lives over guys i'm sorry it was clearly a fucking lie something look i'm not going to sit here and say the government did it i don't know i believe they did in my opinion they did but i'm not going to say that matter of fact but they're covering something up man there's there's something not answered there the 9-11 commission report had a lot of shit blacked out uh, and here we go again. Look, this is me. I, I, I voted for Donald Trump. I hated George Bush. He was awful. He did terrible things. He was a terrible president. He he helped create the border crisis we have now. He allowed them to come in. He allowed illegal immigrants. He would not deport them. I remember being mad about that. I remember I had a friend named Gonzalo Gonzalez. I guess it was a co-worker. I don't know that he really considered me a friend. But his name was Gonzalo Gonzalez. We called him Gonzo. And I remember making the joke because he was, he was an American. He was born to Mexican parents. His parents were literally from Mexico. But he was born in America. He was an American. And he was saying he liked Bush. And I, I joked with him. I said, you only like him because he's letting all your cousins in for free. And he laughed. He got the joke. But, you know, this is, this is that joke. Like, that, that joke was made then because it was so true. That's how he was doing it. We we make we make jokes about Dick Cheney now. It's it's like it's all being lost because Donald Trump came in and everyone got focused on him that people forgot the bad shit that was done beforehand. You can hate Trump. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I'm going to tell you right now that I didn't hate Obama. I didn't like him. I didn't I not I I don't know him. I didn't like him as a president. 
I didn't like some of his policies. I didn't like the fact that he was continuing these wars. He tried to get the war on Syria. I was mad at Trump when he bombed Syria. Fucking, it's it's part of that whole petrodollar plan where they're trying to take down governments and instill a central bank to trade in the petrodollar, the American dollar, the fucking Amero. That's what they want. That's what they've been trying to push for the whole time. Syria is one of the last, and they've been trying to get a war there. Now Biden's already bombed Syria. It was less than 100 days into his fucking only term. Because I'm sorry, he's not going <laughs> to... I feel bad for Joe Biden. I honestly think, and this isn't just me being like, oh, oh, oh Joe Biden. I honestly think he's, he's suffering from dementia of some sort. I really do. I've watched his press, press conference. I, I, I see the struggle. I see the way he moves, the way he looks at things. And I feel like someone should report the Democratic Party for elderly abuse. This is not against Joe Biden. This is against the establishment. I genuinely feel bad for the man. I I think he wanted to be president. Sure, he was the vice president. Why wouldn't he want to be president? Why wouldn't he be? I just don't think it was fair for them to put him in... I mean, Barack Obama was a young man when he got in. By the time he got out, he had aged so much. And Joe's already so old. Clearly in not the best health. And I... And I, and I I feel like it was not right to put him in such a stressful position. Uh, this is not me talking shit. I, I know it's going to sound that way because I just said I voted for Trump. But I don't give that much of a fuck about it. It is what it is. Two wings of the same bird, mostly. I I believed some things that Trump were doing were a little bit better. Like, I don't think the crisis on the border was going to be such so bad whenever Trump was saying, you know, don't fucking come here, we'll put you back out. Um, things like that. You, you're, you're free to disagree, and that's fine. And, and there are things that I would concede that you're, you're probably right on. I'm, I am a right-leaning centrist. I'm a libertarian, mostly. I have a lot of liberal views and a lot of conservative views. So, I, I'm not... A party line person but I really do feel bad for Joe Biden I think that I think that they're torturing him and it's kind of upsetting anyways back to the story why you don't trust the government shit like that they fucking put an old man in the fucking office let me tell you something I don't believe that the fucking the president is part of the government anymore I don't he's the president's a fucking figurehead I really think that's part of why they didn't like Donald Trump so much, because he wasn't part of the establishment. Now you're going to fucking say, oh, he was a billionaire, he's part of the establishment. Yeah, he was He was an elite, sure. I don't think he was part of the political establishment. He was a part of the fiscal, the financial establishment, sure. He was a major part of that. I really don't think he was part of the political establishment. I think the political elites fucking hated his guts, because he was just... Being his brash and mouthy old ass self. That's that's where I am on that. Yes, September 11th. September 11th is probably the biggest reason anyone today, if you look back, please please look back. Watch the watch the videos from that day. That scared the bejesus out of me. That fucking cat. Oh my god. So I'm sitting here. Doors right behind me. And all of a sudden I hear 
a lot of commotion on the screen door. And I had to pause for a moment and I realized it was the fucking cat trying to tell me it wants in. Well, I don't care. I can stay out there. Um, go back and watch the videos, man. It's a sad day. September 11th, 2001 was a sad day. A sad day for everybody. A sad day for different reasons. A sad day because Americans absolutely lost their lives on that day. But because of that day, the rest of us lost freedoms. The Patriot Act was put into play, which basically allowed them to spy on all of us. The NSA was started, which allowed them to spy on all of us. Everything's wiretapped. Everything I'm doing right now, the camera on my computer can watch me at any moment. The microphones on my phone, the camera on my phone can watch me at any moment. This shit is not not even uh, a fabrication anymore. No one can even say, like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. That shit's proven. That's fact now. That's a fact of life that we know the NSA can do that. People said it. I said it. I remember saying it before it came out as fact. Telling people that was it. And it was just, a, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. You believe everything you hear. Well, no. <laughs> no, I don't. I just saw two steel structures fall into their footprint because a plane hit them at the top. And then I saw a third structure, seal structure, fall into its footprint that was never hit by a plane. And a lot of people don't even realize that the seventh the World Trade Center 7 fell on that day. They don't even realize it. They think that World Trade Center 1 and 2 were the only ones that fell. The Twin Towers is what everyone talks about. It's the most famous. Everyone talks about Shanksville, Flight 93. Let's roll. All that bullshit. I'm sorry, it's bullshit. Planes don't fucking vaporize. Planes don't break down when they get into a, a crash and they don't fall apart into pieces you can carry by hand. It doesn't fucking happen. It's never happened before that day and it didn't happen after that day. On September 11, 2001, physics was broken. Period. You can argue with me, I don't give a fuck. You believe what you believe, that's fine. I'll believe what I believe. I believe when you look at thermite and what it does to steel when it's melted... And you, and you see the, the beams that were cut, and you look at controlled demolition, and it all looks too, too similar. It all looks too similar. There's something more that was there. I don't know why it happened. I can't say that the government did it. But I can say I think they fucking knew. I can say I don't think that uh, the alleged hijackers had any fucking thing to do with it. I think they were pa pansies. No. Potsies? Ponzies? I don't know. They were the fucking scapegoats. Whatever the fucking word is. I think it's a P. Could be Patsies. Patsies. Did I say Patsies? I know I said Pansies. And Potsies. I think it's a Patsy. Yeah. I think, I think that's what that was. That was just like... <sighs> it was giving us an enemy. It was giving the American people an enemy. An enemy that didn't look like us. An enemy that had different culture than us. That has different religion than the United States. And it was made to make us hostile towards people we didn't know. Based on the way they look or the way their name sounded. And you know it's true. You know it's true. If you meet, if you meet somebody of an, a Middle Eastern descent now with a name like Mohammed, you have a feeling. You do. As an American, you have a feeling. Especially if you were alive during 
uh, September 11th, especially if you remember it. You have a feeling you do. They did that to us. They programmed us that way. So that when they went into Iraq <laughs> after telling us, uh, I believe it was Afghanistan, or, yeah, they told us it was Afghanistan and they invaded Iraq because Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction, which, by the way, he didn't have. It didn't happen. After they fucking found him and killed him, they admitted, no, he didn't have him. They killed his sons. Iraq was not the best place in the world. Saddam was not a good person. But after we took him out, the place went fucking crazy. Guess who benefited? Wasn't me or you, I'll tell you that. But our tax money goes there. I'm sorry. Like I said, this shit pisses me off. It does. It makes me so angry. It makes me angry because I realize that I'm one person and there's nothing I can do. I realize that you're one person, there's nothing you can do. And I realize that you and I together, if there's one other person out there, that's two of us. At most, <laughs> there's ten of us? What can we do? Bitch about it. That's all we can do. All we can do is complain. I tell you the stuff about the Tuskegee experiment because when it comes to this fucking COVID vaccine, I say, nah fam, I'm good. It's because there's historical precedent for me not trusting the United States government when they're fucking telling me something's for my own good. And my black friends, I'm telling you right now, I don't know how you trust them at all. Ever. I don't know how anything they fucking say, you you pick it up and you're like, yep, I'm good. We're good with this. I understand your absolute righteous indignation towards the United States government. I absolutely do. Let it be known here. I was actually thinking, too, this is... Something came up. What was it? The uh, the new Boulder shooting with that Ahmad Alisi or whatever. And there was the Twitter thread prior to it that it was a white guy, 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 a white guy. A white guy. And then it comes out that he's Middle Eastern. And I'm like, yeah, he's not white. He's Middle Eastern. But I looked at the guy. I saw him. He's pretty fucking white. <laughs> like... Like, we're talking skin color, right? Like, white is a white is a pigmentation, right? Like, the, the white race, racially, what does that mean? Like, it's, it's making me question things, because when you, you see someone who's clearly of a fairer skin color, you'd call them white. And when this dude, his shirt's off, he looked like he might be, a, you know, like... Uh, like people would say, he looked like he could be Greek. Maybe there's a reason for that. The fucking Middle East and the Greek, the fucking... Uh, it's not that far off from each other. And there's reasons for it. That I, I'm, I'm kind of... This isn't a Bill's Gone Woke thing. This is me questioning. Like, what actually makes up racial characteristics because race exists it does you can do forensics on a skeleton and find out if it was a white dude black dude asian dude and i think like a latino dude like the, the and i say dude just because it's a gender neutral term for me dude does not mean has has penis it means a fucking human i'm a dude he's a dude she's a dude because we're all dudes hey that's my philosophy with dudes. Um, 
So you can, you can tell that, but like, but why? Why is it? Now, if we look at like, you know, one, I saw this thing today that not all of Africa is black at all. And I say black, like, I'm not going to say African-American because like people who live in Africa, they're fucking Africans. They're not African-American. They're black people. And, and I'm going with that because I'm from, from the fucking 90s. And this isn't a, a racial thing at all. This is a question about why we are separated the way we are. Why is this? Why is it that when someone says it's a white shooter and he's Middle Eastern, people are like, see, he is not white. Do you mean he's not Northwestern European of that descent? Because that I would agree. But if he looks fucking white, he's pale. Is he? And when people are saying on Twitter, like, it's always a white man. And then they change the narrative when it turns out the dude's of Middle Eastern descent. Why did you do that? Is he not white because he's from the Middle East? Are you also meaning someone of Northwestern European descent? Should I no longer call myself a white American? Should I call myself an Anglo-American because I speak English and I live in America and my ancestors are from Northwest Europe? Should I, a Celtic American? A fucking Nordic American? Depending on, you know, what blood I have running through my veins from that area. What do I do? What what do any of us do? Why are we... And I'm telling you that this shit's just... It is divide and conquer, people. It's divide and conquer. Look, my dude, Mark. My dude, Mark. I f Mark, buddy, you're, you listen to this? You're, you're an awesome guy. I fucking love you. Uh, he's, he's a big old black dude. I called him Donkey Kong and me Honky Kong. All right? Because we're two big old dudes, different colors, but he's a great guy, takes care of his kids, he works, he's a great dude, stand-up guy, I'd have his back any day, he, he may or may not have mine, I don't know, I'm declaring my loyalty right now though, Mark, I got your back, dog, like, divide and conquer though, the more that they make us see that we're separate by color the more they drive this the less we see we are united by more things we're united by class the the class division is the biggest thing and most of us that they try to keep separate by race are united in the same class the socioeconomic class we're all there in the same boat it's it by and large we're all in the same fucking boat guy i work with he went to kid prison, 13 to 16 years old. He spent three years in DYS, Department of Youth Services. He took a gun to school. He fought all the time. He didn't have a dad growing up. His dad went to prison when he was young. His dad spent 20 years in a federal penitentiary. This kid spent three years in a kid prison. They're both white. Now, these are statistics people are used to hearing with uh, inner-city youths, is what they would call them. Those statistics play out everywhere. That plays out everywhere. We have to stop thinking of ourselves in this division of race. Like, I'm really, like, I'm really tired of it. I'm tired of hearing people say, I was listening to the thing Elijah Schaefer on Slightly Offensive, and I was listening to it, and he kept saying, he was like, uh, 
what was it? He was just like, stop white hate and stuff like that. It was just, he kept saying white guys, white guys. I heard it so much, and I'm like, what the fuck makes, it? he was talking about that shooter, and how he wasn't white, he was Middle Eastern, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what the fuck makes someone white or not white? Like, if someone from Iran, now there are Arabs and there are Persians in, in Iran, and I found this out because I worked with a woman who was from Iran. And she said they didn't like Arabs because Arabs conquered Persia, turned it into Iran, and there were different ethnicities. So Arabs are a different ethnicity in Iran than the Persians of Iran, which used to be Persia. They speak Farsi. They don't speak Arabic. They're lighter skinned. You can find what would look like a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white American there. You can find it. It exists and it's normal. It's part of that world. So what makes them not white? How would you know? You would know up until they said they were from Iran and all of a sudden they're Middle Eastern? Middle Eastern is a geographic reference. That's The Middle East is a geographic area. Not a, not a racial group. It's not even an ethnicity. It's not even a country origin. You're, you're talking about a geographical location where you can just broadband stuff. I'm sorry, this fucking, it just makes me mad. I'm, I'm getting so fucking tired of it because it is not us doing it, man. And by I say us, I mean we the people. We the people of America used to be united. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now that after 9-11 when they gave us all a common enemy, you saw more unity between Americans. It's when we started looking towards the Middle Eastern Americans that started to divide us again. Before we knew exactly what happened, according to the official story, we saw America in pain. We all did. And we're all like, yo, what are we, what's happening? Why are we under attack? What's going on? And there was unity. You could feel it. I felt it. It was like a palpable sensation in the air of a united people. And I think that the the powers that be, the government, whoever runs them, the, the 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 world, the new world order, which is a fact. Herbert Walker Bush said that. I'm not talking bullshit. He said we will have a new world order. That's a real thing. Is that what's pushing all this racial divide? Is that's what making it so big? I'm not here saying white people suck. I'm not here to be like, well, white people are terrible, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm not doing that. I'm just asking, what makes me white and not Ahmad Alisi? You can't say he's Middle Eastern, so he's not white. When there are Egyptians that are white, there are South Africans that are white, there are people of Northern Africa that are fair-skinned to white you you can't say based on geographic region anymore. You can't do it. We know too much about it. Dude, you think of South America. Uh, excuse me. Make these sweet teas. You think of South America. And I know in my head, I think... Well, let me just say this in the, the, the most um, ridiculous way I can. You think Mexican. And I know Mexico is not in South America, but in the most base manner, 
that's the first thought is you think Latino, you think the the brown skin, you think the the Aztec, the Mayan look. You think of that. There there are areas I think it's Chile, Chile that goes down to where dude they have snow and shit. Like they're they're way they're like Canada far away from the equator. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you trying to tell me you don't think that there are white folk indigenous to that area? That there are people running around because, as we've been told, melanin production changes based on closeness to the equator, right? So the closer you are to the equator as a people, the darker the skin to help uh, either protect from the UV rays or to absorb. I'm, I'm not positive which one it is but it's like that's it so as you move further away from south it gets cold it doesn't get hotter like it's not all jungle and desert like it's not in south america it's got different climates but as in in i'm saying as americans that sounds weird from the united states of america as a fucking dude who was taught in ohio we aren't really taught that much about it, and the way it's always presented is that way. What makes someone Latino? What, they're Latin? What the fuck does that mean? What is a Latin? What is Latin America? Latin was a dead language, spoke by the fucking Romans, right? Right? So what would make someone from Brazil Latin? What would make someone from Honduras or Guatemala Hispanic because they speak Spanish. That's what Hispanic means, by the way. Spanish speaking. People from Spain in Europe are Hispanic. Hispanic, not Latino. And then there's Hispanic and Latino. What does Latino mean? A Latin American is what? Someone from Cuba, why are they Latin? None of this fucking makes sense. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying here? Like, it doesn't make sense. Why, why are they now called people of color, I guess, and the woke area but my dudes i know they're just black dudes why are they called african-americans why was that the pc term forever they're, they were they were not born in africa they're just fucking americans where's americans white americans black americans latin americans and that's the one that confuses me the most mexican americans when i hear that i'm like okay you're from mexico cool you're or you're and you're ancestrally from mexico cool i got you the fuck is Latin America? Why is it called Latin? What the fuck is going on? It's just division. It's just division all the time. In any fucking way they can. Dude, it gets so bad, it's almost like metal subgenres. You fucking you know, brutal death grind and porno grind and gore noise and, and ogre slam, which is real. That's a real thing. There's a whole fucking slam metal band based on Shrek. And it's like the, the Shrek Ogre Packet Slammers or some some shit like that. Just fucking YouTube it, goddammit. You know how the fucking internet works. Just look the shit up. Goddamn. It, uh, and, what I, and all I really mean to say here is like, man, just question shit, dude. Question it. I question every... I'm telling you right now, if the government put out a statement this could have been when Trump was in office. Okay? You give me my ideal politician. They're in office. Alright? 
let me lay this for you. The, the, the government that I want's in there, if they come out with a blanket statement and they said, uh, Good morning, Americans. Uh, it is our official statement from the United States government that the sky is now officially the color blue. I would need to go outside and look. I would go outside and I would look and then I would still say, Is there a way they could be projecting that? What could they be doing to deceive me? Because I don't fucking trust them. And you don't either. That's all we talk about. After the elections, all we talk about is how they're all liars, they're all cheaters. And every four years, we all get behind a fucking meter cheerleader for one of these liars and cheaters. What the fuck is wrong with us? Why are we consistently putting in liars and cheaters? And, and then even more, we say that about all politicians. And yet we have two houses of Congress, the Senate and the House of Representatives, full of politicians career politicians, politicians that popped up out of fucking nowhere that don't make any sense. Like like AOC, the fuck? She was a bartender. How the fuck did she get elected to Congress? What on earth gives her any credibility? I don't understand. I'm asking that from a sincere point, and I don't want to read it. If it, I, Well, if you, if you send me a message, I'll read it. But, like, I don't care to look it up. Because you know why? Even if you tell me, this is my answer. Where'd you learn that from? Oh, the internet? The internet's c governed. It's controlled. Everything we consume is controlled. Everything. We live... <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, sometimes I think it would be easier to live in a dictatorship. Sometimes I think it would be easier to live in a monarchy where you know who the head of power is and what they say is... And that's it. There would be no need for a dissenting opinion because it could get you killed. Which it can now too, but it's not as public. You know what I mean? A dissenting opinion can certainly have you uh, black-bagged. But in, in, a, in a monarchy or in a dictatorship, you just it's outright, hey, you talk shit, you get hit with a death. <sighs> it just seems like it'd be simpler sometimes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think America is the greatest nation that this planet has seen. I also think it's falling. I think we're witnessing we're living through the fall of Rome. Because we are the new Roman Empire. And uh, we're in the death throes, I believe. So, you know, it's been a good one, I guess. What if we make it 200-something uh, years? And this is nothing new. And it's not to say that America would absolutely dissolve. Look at Britain. Look at it. Look at the U.K., like, that shit's still there. Do you know how many fucking, how long they warred and fought with each other and the rest of the world? But they're still there. You know how many fucking times the demographics has changed? You know how many times the fucking, the, the, the way it was ruled changed? It's still there. I'm not talking about the physical land, I was talking about the country. The United States of America could still be around. I just think that we're heading for a, uh, a major change. A major change. And, and it needs it. It needs a major change. Yeah, I just hope it's for the best. I, I, I despise anarchy because anarchy creates a vacuum to be filled by people who seek power. And anyone who seeks power doesn't deserve it. Power should be <sighs> mandated almost. Instead of having someone seeking it the people who are going to be governed 
should be mandating who does it. Now, that's what a vote was supposed to be. We were supposed to be like, okay, we, we, the people who are being governed by our own will, choose you to lead us because we think you're the best. But that's not what we do anymore. It, that, that's been taken away from us. And uh, 1776, uh, 1976 was the bicentennial. We haven't even made it 300 years. We've made it, um, I don't want to do the fucking math. We haven't made it 300 years. I don't... Yeah, 200 and... <sighs> I'll be 36 this year. It's, uh, 247 years or something like that, I think. That's a good run. It doesn't mean it's over. Something's got to change, though. Something has to change. Let me get into things I, I, that uh, here's here it is. This is this is a segment segment brought to you by my own thoughts and feelings called the alternative conservative. I say alternative because I have a big fucking nose ring and my ears are stretched out. I still want to paint my nails. I still want to dye my hair. Um, I I am not your typical conservative type because I also have some very not conservative ideals. But when it comes to certain things, let's talk about voting. Everyone's all up in arms about voting ID and how it's racist. I don't understand that at all. If you think you understand it, if you agree with that, you're lying to yourself. There's no way you actually believe saying that in order to vote in a national or state election, you need to prove who you are is racist. Just have government ID. We ask the government for literally everything else. But let's fix it. Fuck it. Let's fix Let's have real voter reform. Fuck, fuck that. You want to know how you should be able to vote? Own property. That's it. That's your litmus test. You have to own property in the United States of America. You have to be invested in the country and its well-being to be able to vote. Period. Full stop. That's, that is the number one thing I think they should change. You have to own property. And let me tell you how many of my friends that puts out. Family that puts out. Yeah. I don't care. There's, there's, there's reasons that we have. Go to a club. Go to a nightclub. You can't get in if you're wearing the wrong clothes. Okay? There are things to stop you from doing things every day. Try to go behind the counter at McDonald's. They're going to tell you no. Because there are rules. There are tests. There are ways you ha- There are things you have to go through to be able to do it. And right now, where they're like voting, everyone can vote. Why? Why does everyone deserve that op- opinion? Why does everyone deserve the right... To be able to, I wonder if you're, I just, I totally just fucking let out a massive fucking fart. You know, if you heard it, that'd be the most hilarious thing. Um, smells terrible. <laughs> Why should everyone be allowed to vote? Why does everyone need to have that right? Look where it's got us. Not everyone is able to inform themselves nor willing to inform themselves. Not everyone in this country has the mental capacity that I would want to vote on who was leading me. And no, this isn't a dig at Democrats. I know some smart fucking Democrats who own property. They would be allowed to vote. 
Absolutely. I know some stupid Republicans that own property that would be allowed to vote. That's unfortunate, isn't it? However, I know the opposite on each that don't own property and wouldn't be allowed to vote. And there's more of them on both sides. Both sides, there are far more people who don't own property and would not be allowed to vote. It would come down to a whole different thing. Also, you can say that's class warfare. Sure, I own property. Now, here's the other thing. Are we going to say actually owned or are we going to say buying? Because technically, the bank owns this property. I'm buying it. I don't own it. And then, can we then go further to say we never really own anything because you still have to pay the government's taxes because they'll tax your land no matter what because, of course, you have to pay the king to live. So then do you own it or is the government? Everywhere you go, there's a roadblock for anything you want to do because we gave up our sovereignty. We gave up our consent to be governed and it is now instead of having freedoms we have permissions and that's not what it was supposed to be and that's where we're at now everything needs reform the police need reformed I'm not saying they need abolished or defunded I'm saying they need reformed I'm saying they need longer training because Let's face it, man, there are people who get into that job for ill purposes. I know some people who are police that are great people that I, I absolutely 100% believe would be a model police officer, and they're all over the country. But then, for every one of those, you probably got uh, 9 to 10 fucking jerk-offs who are just like, nah, I just want to beat people up and and it'd be okay, or I just really like giving people tickets because it makes me feel powerful because my wiener is so tiny. That sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, you got those everywhere. This has probably been my most, like, actual, heartfelt podcast. Like, the things I told you about, the, 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 the three separate events, they piss me off. They piss me off righteously. I mean, we look at, oh, the second one, Randy Weaver, Google Ruby Ridge. There are many documentaries on it. Hell, fucking Google Waco, dude. Waco's another one. David Koresh, the Branch Davidians, do you know that the fucking U.S. government killed, willingly killed, 20-something children in that raid? They don't talk about it. They don't talk about it. The Branch Davidians... Uh, just look it up. I, I I don't want to get into it. David Koresh was supposed to be a cult leader, and they were trying to get him, but he used to jog to town every day during the investigation. During the alleged siege, he would jog to town. They could have picked him up, but they wanted a spectacle. And they started doing shit. The ATF set a building on fire and burnt alive men, women, and children. Two women had miscarriages. They lost their kids. They had miscarriages. Twenty-something other children died in a fire. 
that the United States government set because of guns. Again, guns. David Koresh had guns. And they didn't like that. He was anti-government and had guns. I, I mean, people, if you don't think they're coming for your guns, and it's not, it's it's all of you. Any of you who have it. They are not Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They are the entities that control them, whatever they be. Yes, I do fully believe in a shadow government. Fully believe that nothing we see is real when it comes to the government. I don't know. Anyways, I think I'm going to wrap this up. I've kind of gone at length on this. I mean, shit, I'm over an hour now. I know I played you a song, but that was three minutes, so what if I talked for 57 fucking minutes or, or more? Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna put you out with another song from Devil's Cut. It's called Dead and Gone. Not right now, I'm still talking. So just hush and listen. Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to do the Hillbilly 500. I still don't have a mixer. I, I, I currently I can't afford to put out the money for it. I, it's a hundred and twenty bucks. I can't afford it, so that's gonna get skipped. I will eventually get it regardless. Um, I still have the one. I haven't been able to send it back. Uh, maybe I ought to open it up and see if something's disconnected. Doesn't work. How much worse can it get if it doesn't work? You know what I'm saying? Um, again, guys, like li- listen. There are a few of you who listen to all of them. And I am stoked on it, dude. Like, I appreciate it. I really do. It's not doing anything for me financially. It's really not even like a dopamine hit. I just think it's awesome that you care what I have to say. And when I say share it, spread it like herpes. I mean, dude, share the fuck out of it. Share it on your Facebook. Tell a friend about it. Make someone listen to it. You got someone in your car, like, hey, man, check this out. Blam, put it on. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. It's on Amazon Music. It's, you know, there's a website for it. I haven't set up the email yet, but, you know, Facebook, fucking Twitter, fucking Instagram. I haven't set up the email because, well, I got other shit going on. Okay? Get off my back about it. All right? Just leave me alone with the email fucking thing. You can get with me on fucking Instagrams. I don't have a lot of pictures on there yet because guess what? I got other shit to do. You may notice I haven't posted shit on Instagram in a while. Like a lot. Like I use, I, there are times I go through spurts. Facebook too. I don't do a whole lot on there anymore. That's no time, bro. I I sacrifice to do this because I want to. Let me let me re- say what other people say. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Whatever. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Smash that like button. No. Give it a little butterfly kiss. A little on the like button. When you when you push the like button, do it on your phone, do it with your lips. Just do that for the like, for the share, for the subscribe. That's how you do it on your phone. When you're looking at Big Bill's podcast, you give that motherfucker a nice little kiss. Kiss him on the mouth. No, not on the mouth. On the fucking like button. Or the share button. Or the follow or subscribe. Kiss it there. On your computer. Don't kiss your mouse. Your fucking hands are filthy. 
That's a lie. I don't know. You could be really cleanly. You could be a germaphobe. You're, you might have the cleanest mouse in all of mouse history. So, there's that. But, I mean, try to get the word out. Like, I, I'd like to see more people, because the more people who listen to it, the more people who check it out on YouTube, the more comments I get, the more engaged it is, the better episodes I can bring you. I, I was just I just happened to be listening to this shit about the, the boulder shooting, and it made me think of this stuff, and it, and it just pissed me off. God, I am, like, I know you could hear that one. I know you could hear it. Jesus, grimy, man. Whew. I need some fucking Pepto or some shit. Or just to lay down and fart it out. <laughs> um, so yeah, here we go. Okay, I'm going to wrap up the show. This has been another episode of uh, Big Bill's Bullshit Bonanza. I've been kind of wondering if I should change the name so I could advertise it more. Um, because the word bullshit kind of throws people off. A lot of people don't. You know, uh, A lot of people are a little more sensible than I am, but you know what? Nah, I cuss a lot. This is just who I am. It's, it's bullshit. I'm bullshit. It's Big Bill's Bullshit Bonanza. That's been us today. Uh, I'm going to play you out to the song Dead and Gone. So, after you hear the sign out, stick around, listen to the musics, and then go check out Devil's Cut. Check them out on YouTube. They have t- videos. Dude, they have videos for these songs. Let Go and Dead and Gone have music videos that are some of the best quality produced videos you can see. These guys are not signed. They're out of Louisville, Kentucky. They're unsigned. Oh, and I'll tell you why I'm plugging them. The singer, he, he might, uh, come here, come a little closer. The dude might be my cousin. He just might be. He might, he might be my little cousin. And by little, he's older than me. He's totally my cousin, too. So I'm plugging him for that reason. I've been listening to my cousin's bands since I was a kid. Okay, he's he's only a couple years older than me. He put out a, a CD. I have his first CD. I had CD ROM on it, dude. I still have it. He put out another one. It was self-titled. The band was called Execrate. I still love those albums. I still have the CDs. I still listen to them occasionally. He's had a couple different van- bands. He had a band called Seven Day Sun. I still have that album. It's on Spotify. The band Devil's Cut used to be called Versus. That stuff is on Spotify. You can't find Execrate on Spotify that I'm aware of. I might check it out. If you can, I'd be so fucking stoked. But check out Devil's Cut. That's his current project. That's the one he's really wanting to push. And I really think... I really think... And it's not just because he's my fuck cousin, man. It has not. It has very little to do with that. Do you know how often I see the guy? I in the last fucking dude. When's the last time? I don't remember the last time I saw him. Real life, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's been years, and before that, it had been like a decade. So it's not like we're like close. You know what I'm saying? He puts out music that I like, and it makes it gives me a connection to my cousin through his music. That that is my main thing there. I am a fan of his music. I love him as my cousin. I'm a fan of his music. And and I think that the quality he's putting out, that he's doing, that he's putting himself into, the quality here, the quality in the song you heard let go. Watch the video. The quality of that. 
dead and gone when I play that, listen to the quality of it and then go watch the fucking music video. Go watch the shit. And you're going to say, wow, that's some good qualities there. And you're going to like it. And like it. Share. Subscribe. Do that with his shit, too. Call it into your radio station. If you're up in Columbus, call 997 The Blitz. Say, hey, can you guys play this band, Devil's Cut? Can you play the song Dead and Gone? It fits their demographic. It's safe for work. I called the radio down here in Wellston. They, they couldn't play it this week, I don't think. I think next week they're playing it. They're going to work out a way to play it on the radio. Do that. Help them out. They're already on Sirius XM, like Octane. You can request them on there. So, like, it's it's making the rounds, but, like, help them out. If you enjoy the music, that is. Don't, don't just do it because I'm saying it. But, like, if you genuinely enjoy the music, which I do, I genuinely enjoy it, you know, spread the word. Spread the word on that. So, all right, this is where I'm going to leave you. Um... I appreciate you stopping by, giving me a little listen. Peace out, Girl Scout.